but, we, but you need to be hearing from God. It's God desire, and it, not just on Sundays and Wednesdays. I can't make it just on what the Lord speaks to me on Sunday and Wednesday. I've talked about this before. Try just eating on Sunday and Wednesday. See how that works for you. It won't. We need to be hearing. Now tonight, um, I believe deals exactly with that. We're talking about the enemies. We've been talking about the enemies um, of the Israelites from the Old Testament and how Scripture has told us that all Scripture is there for our benefit. All Scripture. So we've been doing a Hebrew look at the enemies of the Israelites. Deuteronomy chapter uh, 7, verse 1. We've looked at this every single, every single Wednesday night, the same Scripture. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites and the Gergesites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you, and when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them nor show mercy to them. Now, if you can catch this, we've been taught, we have only talked about one so far. That was the Hittite. And I'm going to go back into what that one was. We're not going to spend much time there. But again, you are, we are to be looking at these seven enemies as are they in my land, your land, not your spouse's, not your neighbor's, yours. And the Lord has told us that these enemies that we have are bigger than us by ourselves, If I try to face this enemy, I'm going to lose because it's bigger and stronger than me. Right? But if I face them with the Lord, the Lord tells me he's already, um, what are he, he's already delivered them to us. And it says, the enemies that I've delivered to you, I want you to now go and conquer them. So we have a part to play. He's delivered them. If you remember, the children of Israel stayed in the desert for 40 years, and those enemies said out of their own mouth, we knew you were coming, we were just waiting. And we knew we were defeated. We were just waiting. Where have you been? This has been torture. Can you imagine? Have you ever, have you ever been in trouble? Do you remember being in trouble with your, at home, and your mom says, wait till your dad gets home? That may be an old school thing, but that's what I would hear. My mom would whip me, and then she'd say, wait till your dad gets home. Well, all right, I'm going to get a double whammy. I can't wait. She didn't do that. If she whipped me, it was done. But, you know, sometimes it was wait until your dad gets home. So what do you do? You're tortured for the next two or three hours waiting for dad to get home. Am I by myself or are you all with me? Have you ever gotten in trouble at school and you knew a note was going home to your parents and you just sat there and couldn't wait for that moment to happen? Well, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, I believe, were sitting there in their land waiting to be conquered. They knew it. The problem is, we don't go in and clear them out. We let them stay. So, we want to look at this first giant. It was the Hittite. Can you go to the next? The Hittite. If you go to the Hebrew, it means fear and dread. Those numbers below are the Strong's Concordance numbers for you to be able to look up if you want to go look it up. And if you remember, this is a spirit of anger. 
this, we talked about the spirit of fear on uh, Sunday mornings about God has, is greater than, the, than fear, than the spirit of fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about us individually using fear and anger tactics to control other people. That we have this enemy within us that wants to control. Now, this isn't the spirit of control. We're going to get into that one later. But this one is using anger. Now, have you ever been around somebody that uses anger to try to get you to do what they want you to do? That's what I'm talking about. But I don't want you to identify that person. I want you to identify you. We're not called to drive them out of that person. We're called to drive them out of us. Terror, anger. Okay, the next one. This is, if you want to go back, you can go download this. You can listen to it for uh, last, last week. Tonight is the Gurdjieff You go and look it up, number 1622. It means dense or thick. A man or a woman that is battling this Gurdjieff enemy is, is one that is having a hard time understanding. Um, let me put it this way, dense or thick-headed. Um, I don't, don't, don't be offended by these words, but ignorant. Um, maybe, maybe you've labeled yourself or labeled someone dumb or lacks power to absorb ideas or impressions. These people just don't get it. And let me tell you, this is not a, 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 heredi- a, um, a trait, a, a genetic trait. This is not due to your genetic makeup. This is something that has come onto your land and is causing you not to be able to get it. Scripture tells me that when I receive Christ, I have the mind of Christ. I have the spirit. I have, I have a spirit of power, a spirit of love, a spirit of a sound mind. So for me to struggle with understanding goes against Scripture, goes against my promise. So we're going to have to battle a little bit tonight. We're talking about a demonic spirit that interferes with a person's normal ability to comprehend. In some cases, in a lot of cases, pride can be a factor. We're so thick-headed and we think we know everything that we will not accept anything. Now, I can tell you, I can be that way. Let me tell you, musicians, musicians can be that way. I'm not trying to be ugly. It's true. And we were just ending worship practice at 6.30, and we're up here arguing. It's supposed to be this. No, it's not. You're wrong. I'm right. No, you're, you're, no okay, you think you're, wrong. you're right, but you're really wrong. And Weaver goes, man, this is a great way to start worship. And he was kidding. He was, he was kidding, but we were talking over the microphone while y'all are still sitting out here. So I'm sure y'all are like... Oh, Jesus, yeah. And I said, well, yeah, Weaver, let's pray for a spirit of unity in this place. And he's, he's laughing. And, we're, you know, but, but we can allow us thinking we know everything to cause us to not know anything. Did that make any sense? And let me tell you, I have been there. Have you been there? Pride. It can be that the fruit of a man is so full of himself that he refuses to absorb any concept or idea that doesn't come from himself. 
that just says fool to me. So many times I think that we all can say we've dealt with people that just either didn't get it or refused to get it. And I've been one of those. Even if we present truth, obvious truth, or a revelation to a person with this enemy, the light of understanding doesn't come on. Um, Many times someone that's battling this enemy never grows in their walk with God. And now let me just say, I have been there. I have gotten dry. I've gotten where I wasn't moving forward. I didn't realize it. I thought I was. But have you? I want to ask you that question. And you ask yourself, am I transforming? Am I, am I transforming from who I was to who Christ wants me to be? And if you feel like you've kind of st- stood still for six months, a year, two years, three years, and no light has really gone on. Maybe it's gone on for a moment, but you've never grabbed hold of it. No change has ever been made. Then you may be battling this. I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm saying you've got someone on your land that is hindering you. Now, if you take offense in this, then that enemy is battling to keep on your land. If you get offended with me, trying to help you, that enemy is trying to hang on with all they've got. It happens in marriages. Married couples get so thick-headed that they will not budge, and it is the dumbest thing ever. Happy birthday to me. We're really not going to feel like cake and ice cream. Okay. You know, we literally, hear me, we literally marry ourselves to this enemy to where we really think that's how we are. We forget who we are in Christ. So many people believe that they are dumb when they are not. Satan may have planted so many seeds in your heart, in your life of unbelief, maybe from your parents, from the people that should have never done it, from your parents to your friends, your teachers that have just told you that's just the way you are. If you have been born again, filled with the Spirit, you are well able to understand clearly the principles and the ways of God. You must violently fight any thought that would try to convince you otherwise. Now, I want to give you a little bit of my testimony just for a moment. Uh, When I was first stepping into worship ministry for the church, Elizabeth asked me the question, and she did not, I don't know, she might have, knowing her. um, She hears the Holy Spirit, and sometimes she is the Holy Spirit for me. It comes right through her, and it doesn't feel good sometimes. How many of you know sometimes when the Lord speaks to you, it doesn't feel very good? It, correction doesn't feel good. Doesn't mean the word from God is not good. It is completely good. But she goes, what, 
you know, what are you reading in your Bible right now? What are you, what are you studying? And okay. I, don't, I couldn't answer. I wasn't. I had my Bible, I, you know, and I was pursuing the Lord. I was praying, but I wasn't in the Word. And I had to say, I really wasn't. And she gave me this look like, hmm, good luck with that. And it made me mad. It's like her telling me to give my child a bath. No, I'm not going to give him a bath. My, your dad gave him a bath. My dad didn't, so I'm not going to do it. Stubborn, thick-headed, stupid. Me. So I'm being like uh, Yosemite Sam, and I'm, you know, I'm walking around with all these bad thoughts. How dare her judge me? Who is she to judge me? Okay, I got a one-year Bible. My mom had been bugging me about a one-year Bible, and by the way, she still bugs me to read books. She tried to send me to a vacation, tried to get me to read a book, and I'm like, no, don't, don't, here I go, thick-headed. Don't give me anything. So I start reading my Bible. And it didn't, it didn't take right away. How many of you have started reading your Bible and you didn't finish? You tried to get on a, on a Bible program and you quit. I mean, have you tried to diet and quit? <laughs> Has anybody here ever tried to read your Bible on a regular basis and you stopped? Have you ever tried to read your Bible and you stopped because you didn't feel like you were getting anywhere with it? Not you just somehow lost the schedule, it just kind of slipped through the cracks, but literally you gave up. You've got to hang in there. It took me a couple years before I started to get it. I believe it took me pursuing God with all my heart to drive that Gergeshite out of my heart. But do you know what? If you will stick to the Lord, He will speak to you. Now, He spoke to me the whole time. I was learning the whole time. I just didn't realize it. Seeds were going in. This enemy was getting driven out. And you know what? To this day, I still have to stay on top of it. I still have to make myself read my Bible. Hey, you're a pastor. That just comes natural to you. No, it doesn't. It's work. It's war to pursue God. It's war. But I want you to know, after that year, the light, started, the light came on, and it made me hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. If you're having trouble, let me use this word, spiritual penetration. Nothing is getting through. You've got, a, you've got an enemy in your, in, in your home, in your heart. Something is preventing God from getting to you, getting through you. You know, Jesus said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. Why would, why would one person get a word and someone else not? That, that would be my question is, God, why are you giving it to Sharon and not to me? I don't want, it's not that I don't want Sharon to not get it. I want it. And you know what the Lord would say? I want you to have it too. But are you looking for it? Are you listening for it? Or are you filling your ears with everything else? What are you filling your ears with? My sheep hear my voice. 
Let me remind you again, this is not a human personality or trait. These seven enemies are demonic spirits that attach themselves to human beings. And they become such a part of our life that we literally think they are a part of our own nature. It's just who I am. I have met so many people that just say, this is just the way that I am. And it's usually some negative thing that they're telling me I just have to accept. Well, you're living a lie. That doesn't have to be who you are. You know, I have personally battled, I believe, this enemy in some major areas with Elizabeth. And one of the main areas was finances. I didn't want to talk about it. We fought like cats and dogs every time we tried to sit down and talk about it, our money, about a budget. And she would beg me to do it, beg me. And we would just have a knockdown, throwdown, nasty fights. Um, I've got a business degree. I've operated businesses. You know, I feel like I know how to handle money. I was just talking to a couple that's getting married in the next few weeks and telling them, you know, I thought I knew everything. I know how to balance the checkbook better than, not better than she does. She just, it's, it's just... Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. I do, I love, let me tell you, if you don't balance your checkbook, you're a fill in the blank. If you're going by online bank balances, let me tell you, banks can make errors. It would blow your mind what kind of errors they can make. But I balance a checkbook. I'm good at it. Stay right on top of it. But I wouldn't humble myself and learn and realize I didn't know everything. And we started reading Dave Ramsey's books, and, you know, I kind of like that. I, I did okay. Until finally I caved and went to uh, Financial Peace. And let me tell you, it was, I, I never told you this, Ron. It killed me to walk in there and do that. It killed me. Pastor of the church, what should I be doing in there doing that stuff? I, I ought to be teaching it. I shouldn't be learning from it. And the Lord just started showing me, not just in the areas of finance, but I've got a lot of areas to learn. And would I be willing to let my guard down to let him pour into my life? Another one was the five love languages. Me thinking that she has to love me the way that I want to be loved. It was completely selfish. I didn't know I was doing that until I started pursuing marriage. I had these enemies that was hindering the most important things in my life. Now, I probably look like and act like I got it all together. I don't. Just hang around me long enough. You'll realize I don't. I don't. I make as many mistakes, if not more, than y'all make. But FPU has changed my life in many areas. Not just in my money. If, if the Lord can get a handle on your money, he can get a handle on you. If you're willing to submit to God with your money, 
chances are you'll submit to God. But the great thing about Dave Ramsey is it's not some formula that's going to take all your money away. It's a formula that's going to get money in your pocket. We have tightened down and walked through this budget, and it's not killed us. I thought we'd die. I literally thought we would die. We would have no fun. We would just be prudes that sat at home and played, what's the game you, uh, jacks. I've never played jacks, but, you know, I, I thought that's what we would do. You want to go out to eat? No, we can't. There's no money in the envelope. Well, okay, let's cook hot dogs and play jacks. Can you all hear me for just a minute? We're talking about an enemy that's trying to keep you from, from God trying to keep you from being able to step into something so much better. You're living a life that's a lie. And the Lord wants you to live a life of truth. You're living a life that's in the dark. And this Gergeshite, this um, dense, thick spirit is hindering you. Now, I just want to ask you, just, to, just between you and God, do you feel like that this might be a, a real thing in your life? Come on, finish this up. No, I don't, I don't want to finish it up. No, so, no, it's good. We're done. Well, what I want to say is I think we need to be careful of where we think we have it together. Because just like what he just said about, you know, I have the business degree. I know, I know what I'm doing with finances. And it's, to me, it's, that's the place where, where the enemy gets us. And, and I'm telling you, it just happened to me today. That's why I wanted to come up here because today, and you guys know my background. I have a degree in child development. I'm getting a master's in curriculum and instruction. I'm with kids all day. I help women. I see problems all the time. And I'm telling you, it's the trained eye. I, I see kids that are hurting and I can read it like I'm reading a book. And I've seen it. And I've been with kids, and it's on my heart, and I've seen them today, and I think they're being abused. I think they're being neglected. You know, you, you've got your little checklist. And then you start going, well, what can I do? I don't have any evidence. I don't have any proof. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so this whole day that's been weighing on my heart, and I come in here, and it wasn't until I came in here that I surrender it to the Lord. And that I start saying, Lord, you've put me in their life to pray. I don't see it, and I don't know what to do. And my trained eye says it's a problem, but it would be real easy for me to go in there and get manipulative or get eager and want to push my way through and push something out and do something that would be critically wrong and hurtful and a mistake. When You know what? I know the king of kings. And so when I came in here this morning and said he knows every circumstances and he puts us in those circumstances, I think I just said this morning, tonight, when I came into here tonight and prayed that, that's because I'm seeing those issues and I know that you're seeing them too. And I think it's important that we remember it's not about what we know, but it's about what the Lord knows. And that the Lord can help those children when I can't. And it's not always the degree or the knowledge or the being smart about the money or the having all the answers or whatever it is, it's the, I trust the King of Kings and I can bring this problem before him and he can move. And I think that's where 
I can be thick. I think it's where we think we're strong. Because I've thought I was strong all day. I've thought, I see this. I'm reading Satan will use our strengths yeah. to mask, to, to cause us not to, try, not to seek God because we think we've got this. Our parents have told us we're great at it. Teachers have told us we're great at it. So we don't need anybody. And I've, I think I've even preached that, that where the, where the Lord really has hit me in the last three or four years is that my strengths, I've not leaned on him in my strengths. I'm good at leaning on him in my weaknesses, but not in my strengths. And your strengths are no match. Yeah. And it's where we can be the weakest because we think we're the strongest. Well, where we're strong, we're weak. Exactly. Amen. And where we're weak, we're strong. Let's, hey, stand up with me and let's pray together. Let's just call this, let's just call this, uh, this spirit out and let's just drive it off. We all just pray with me. I want you just to go ahead and pray. If I'm praying, it's okay. Y'all pray too and let's, let's drive this thing out. Father, I thank you for your spirit. I, think that the, I thank you, Lord, that your spirit is a spirit of truth. And Lord, I believe you're trying to be, bring truth to church on the hill. Lord, nobody's in this thing for anything. We're not being selfish. We're not going after. We're, 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 we're desiring truth. And Lord, your word says that you will lead us and guide us into all truth. Well, tonight we have come up against an enemy, and it's an enemy of, of, uh, of um, un- non-understanding, of confusion, of pride, of, of our strengths. It's an enemy of our strengths. It's an enemy um, that is masking itself um, as us. It's trying to, to be, a, be identified in our DNA that we think that it's supposed to stay. And Lord, we just command it right now to go. Gurdjieshite, you be gone in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just, call, we just call forth. We bind the spirit of the Gurdjieshite and we loose a, a mind of Christ. We loose the mind of Christ in us. You have given that to us, and Lord, we take rightful claim of that gift right now, Lord. We didn't just walk an aisle and receive salvation for, our, for eternity, Lord. We received the mind of Christ. And Lord, we just right now in Jesus' name rebuke this spirit of um, a, lear- a, a, a learning disability. We just rebuke that right now in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, it is your desire that we walk out of here and we start filling our minds with your word, with your spirit. We can't just come in here and pray a prayer and keep on going the way we've been going. We've got to turn. We've got to go in a different direction. Church, make a commitment right now. Lord, I'm turning to you. I turned with a bad attitude. I didn't even do it with a good attitude. I did it with a bad attitude, but God still met me with a bad attitude. God still met me. Scripture says for the, for the boy that said he was going to do the chore but didn't, or the boy that said he wasn't going to do the chore but did, which one got it right? The boy that did the chore. Now, I just rebuke pride that's trying to talk us out of it right now, saying that's not me. Lord, I just identify. I say it's me. I just drive that out right now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, the authority I have over my family, over my wife, over my children, I just drive that out right now in Jesus' name. By the power of your word, by the blood of Jesus, I just command that to go. 
My kids will be smart. They will receive the spiritual, spiritual um, insight and knowledge, and they will hear the Spirit of God. I thank you, Lord, that my wife would hear the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord, that our church, I just pray right now with the authority that, Lord, you've given me over this church body, we just drive out the Spirit, this Gurdjieffite Spirit, and that this church would be a church that can learn the Spirit of God, that can learn the Word of God. Thank you, Lord. I just bless you. Now, Lord, let's have some cake and ice cream. Everybody said, in Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen. God bless you. Let's all, uh, Michelle, what do we do? Where are you? Fellowship Hall. Please come join us.